Hello and welcome to this week's Be About a Podcast. This is the host, CJ. As y'all don't know if this is your first time, welcome in. Um, but as joining me always, she puts the home in homemaker. She puts the bad in badass. She puts the trouble in troublemaker, Miss Tiffany. Oh, yes. And I love a nice stirred pot. Oh, yeah. I was like, she doesn't just stir the pot. She literally dumps it out, then smashes it and, like, steps all over it, tramps it through your house, and then tells you to clean it up. Right. I mean, like, she's a, she doesn't stop at the beginning. She makes sure she gets it all. Yeah. So, but we're going to go over a few things this week. But with everything going on, I wanted to give a little history uh, on this. This was uh, something that... I was thinking about today, and you know, with everything going on, it really made really good sense to talk about it because I thought it was a good topic. We have wars breaking out all over, uh, across the pond, over in, uh, of course, the Israel Hamas. We got Russia, Ukraine. So I wanted to share this little piece of history in case some people have may not have ever heard of it. They may not have uh, remember it, but I figured we'd go through it real quick. This was the unofficial. But it happened Christmas truce of 1914 during the First World War. The truce occurred five months after hostilities had begun. And, uh, you know, there was German, France, I was like, yeah, all the big, the big ones over there, Britain had started in there. But um, the armies ran out of men and munitions and commanders considered their strategies following the statement of the race to the sea, which is another thing. Indecisive result, first battle of Ypres. In the week leading up to December 25th, French, German, and British soldiers crossed the trenches to exchange seasonal greetings and talk. In some areas, men from both sides ventured to no man's land uh, on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day to mingle, exchange food and souvenirs. Uh, there was a joint burial ceremonies and prisoner swaps, uh, while several meetings ended in caroling. This was in the very beginning of a war happening right then. Uh, men playing games of football uh, with each other. They created one of the most memorable images of the truce. Hostilities continued in some sectors, but while in other sides settled on little more arrangements to recover the bodies. I wanted to share this today because I thought it was a very uh, good story with everything going on. We are in the Christmas time. We're in this, I was like, and we have wars being fought overseas. And I wanted to remind everybody that no matter what is going on, we are still people. This is still a special time of the year. And as just one of those things I, I felt we needed to discuss. Tiffany, I was like, what did you think about that? I, I, I find it a little breathtaking, you know, like, some of these people, they're just fighting for for their country. They really, it's it's not even. I mean, hey, you got innocent people dying on both sides, so for them to put aside the differences for one day, call the truce, it's it's um. 
Seemed like that got you it's right in the feels. I can't. It's speech. I'm speechless. And it got you right in the feels on it, huh? Yeah, it did. It really did. I mean, and that's one of the one of the reasons I really wanted to share this one is because we have not only people fighting overseas, but we have people that are fighting in this in our own country. Uh, just in case y'all are wondering what that noise was, uh, we are actually doing this live on TikTok as well, so we have viewers that are watching as well as listening. So, um, oh, wow. uh, so yeah, we figured we'd spread it out a little bit, do some more fun stuff with it, but. The the reason I wanted to share that story is because not only overseas fighting, which we've done several stories on, things like that, but also the stories that we've uh, that are happening here in the U.S., home, Texas, as a, even across the United States. Those are the stories we wanted to get to because there we're fighting each other. We're fighting our own people, own Americans. Um. People are scared to leave their houses, open up their shops. People are scared to uh, do go to school in some cases, uh, which we'll re- report on a little bit later. Just walk out the front door as a person that is not an American. Yeah, and Just walk out the front door. That's all. That's <clears throat> there's so much hate. Yeah, and I mean the whole purpose of this story is you had people on both sides of the war that came together and they actually shared a Christmas. I mean, just they had a Christmas. They were away from their families. They were away from everything. And they still decided to have a Christmas. That was a very, it's a very powerful story to me uh, because of that reason. People that were told you needed to hate, hate these people. You were told to hate each other. You were told. That you didn't even understand. That's you, just how you were yeah. raised. You were told you had to be fighting these people, and that is where people came together. And they, for all that, for all of those two days, that stuff did not matter. That stuff had no bearing on anything. Um, so that was, I mean, I think we need a little bit more of that today in this country, especially because we didn't start a war. We, we're not in a war. We have, but it is dividing us because I it is making us America pick sides. Puts their foot in, in the mud all the time. They put their foot in the mud all the time where they shouldn't be putting their foot in. And it causes other countries to go to war. And you have to think about it. We have, we have some of those citizens living in America. Mm-hmm. So now we've got two ethnic ethnicities killing each other on the streets yeah i mean we and it's not just uh two i mean this is multiple um and i mean people are picking sides there's hate crimes being considered on both sides against uh palestinian americans against jewish americans there are being hate crimes depending on not being as like just a, a random person who does not support either side a random person that supports right. one side or the other i mean it's becoming anger and hate no study on anything they just see the news and believe what they see in the news and, oh i have to be with this person yes i have to be with this country i have to go with this country because this is what i see in the news news is fake nowadays there is no real journalism uh, yeah and that's i mean one of the big things i want to harp on on things because or i know i say things a lot because there's a lot of things to be that are bothering me today with how this is all going um but the moral of this story on reason why i wanted to bring it up is because this is the time of the year 
Now, granted, this is me saying this, and everybody knows this ain't my favorite holiday. Uh, but I think this time of the year um, is especially one of those you got to come together. I mean, for whatever reason, for just a couple of years, you have several, every, most religions share some kind of holiday this time of the year. So just remember that. Let's, for a change, let's do what these soldiers that were fighting each other, killing each other, stopped for two days. And they just had a nice day, a nice two days. They had a celebration. These people were killing each other, literally, and they stopped for two days. So that is my thought on it. And I'm, I mean, I thought it was a important thing to kind of bring up. I know got Tiffany right in the feels on it. Yes, it did. It does. Like this, this, this conversation, since it has even started, has me my feels like it's hard to say, like, I don't even want to talk on that, on that. I don't even want to address that topic anymore because it's so exhausting it's so exhausting but at the same time i'm not a palestinian and i'm not an israelian or i'm not i'm not from either part of that country you know and and i know i don't i haven't gone through what they've gone through but it's a shame it's a dang shame what a lot of americans are letting happen to those people here in america it, not even those people, the, the type of things that's going on in the streets evolving around the, this war. Yeah, I mean, it's and I mean, for the I mean, for the spirit of the holidays, let's just all come together. Let's be good, have some good times and make some memories, literally, because right. I think that I mean, is the moral I mean, moral of any story on this of this caliber. Um and for those of you who haven't uh, read this or ha- never heard of it, please look it up. It was a great story. I remember this literally from school 20, some odd, 20 plus years ago. But it was an important story then because, and it made headlines worldwide. Soldiers stopped killing each other and just started being people again. Right. So that's what I'm saying to everybody out there. Everybody's be, a human being at the end of the day. Yeah, be people. I mean, don't be, uh, I mean, basically just saying don't be an ass. <laughs> I mean, and realize that your next door neighbor might be, as a just a good word, a thank you, a good morning might make their day. Or whenever you're walking down the street and someone drops something, pick it up for them. I mean, if they look like they have a hard time, like an elderly or someone who is handy capable, um, help them. Help your fellow man this time of the year or help your fellow woman. Be kind. That is what this year, this whole season is about. So um, that's what I really want uh, to convey and share with everybody on the podcast this uh, today, because I thought that was an important message and something we may have all forgotten. And, uh, and it's a powerful message. Uh, right, right. The world has definitely forgot some, some, a big percentage of the world has forgot how to just be kind. Everybody goes through their stuff. Everybody has problems. Just be kind. Yeah. And that's, I mean, the simple moral of the story. I mean, be kind, enjoy. You never know who you might meet walking down the street that you might make their day for just a simple ha- hello, a simple thank you. 
So that's sharing that Christmas spirit. We, I was like, I wanted to start off with something like that. I was like this week. Like blockbuster. And, rewind. Yes. Be kind. Rewind. That's all that you <laughs> took to make those people's days. They're like, dang, I got to rewind another one. Although they did have the fancy, fancy. That's like this of the, uh, automatic rewinders, which were awesome. I had one later on after almost uh, VHS was gone, but they were awesome. Well, I think my mom still got a couple around, so yeah, awesome. Yes. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back in a few minutes. Uh, we're going to uh, have some talk about three people from higher education that made a stupid decision this week. So we will see you in all right and we are back uh i hope you enjoyed the last segment uh, i know we got a little historical a little fun on that one but i was like we do like to spice things up here a little bit and change the pin but with that let's go to tiffany's favorite subject drama drama oh yes we we knew about tiffany's love of drama not that kind of drama though y'all not yeah. that kind of drama not third <laughs> not third grade drama in high school you're good <laughs> <laughs> okay now tiffany i sent this link to you earlier because or a couple of days ago cuz i thought it was insulting on so many levels to the students of these campuses but the presidents and deans of three major major universities decided they wanted to uh i guess you can say ignore, yeah just ignore the certain rights of certain students or right. not or refuse to answer a single in, easy answer question by I, I don't even think it's so much that i think it's after they said what they said those people put these students' lives at risk. Yeah. And for for those of y'all who haven't seen the story, which it's out there, um, it was about three of the deans or presidents of MIT, Penn, and Harvard. Mm -hmm. They decided to, they were in front of a congressional hearing, and they were asked a very simple question, very simple. They were asked, does the calling for the genocide of Jews constitute harassment on your campuses by your code of conduct? It was a simple question. Very simple. Uh, there was nothing, uh, like derogatory. They didn't whip in a few, uh, like misguided. They didn't go over here and magician it up to where you couldn't answer it properly. It was a very simple question based on the code right. of conduct. And it was to the, presidents of these universities and the universities were not like uh the was like uh community college ones around the corner it was uh mit penn and harvard yep there's not a single people out there that aren't familiar with these three uh, colleges these institutes right. of higher learning these people sit high on a pedestal and look down yes and this it finally caught up to them because they were all asked that question and here is the answer from the president of MIT. I have heard the chance of and or can be anti-Semitic when calling for the elimination of the Jewish people. 
Um, it was a simple yes or no, but yes, let's by all means give a generalization to that question. Okay. Uh, pen speech becomes conduct. Then it is harassment. Right. And Harvard, it can be depending on the context. Okay. Literally, what, what point do you say uh, that it is harassment of your students whenever you are part of that demographic and you're literally walking down, you're seeing harassment like on every little thing right now. Um, the responsibilities of these uh, individuals were to protect the students, every single one of them right, on those campuses. Right, They're treating it like as if this is schoolyard bullying. This is not schoolyard bullying. No, this is not, this is, these are people, they are individuals that are just wanting a higher education. They are wanting to learn. They are wanting, I mean, you see the three uh, colleges, they are major ones. And this is, these are considered upper. (laughs) These are the ones you want to go to. Not only that, both Palestinian and Israeli kids go to a lot of these colleges because they are very smart. Yes. These people are not, they are not poor. Their families do whatever they have to do to put their students through college. These are probably some of the smartest people that you have. Yes. I mean, but you only want to side with one because of what you see in the news. And it doesn't matter which side was doing it. It's, if it's affecting one side or the other, it is something that has to be stamped out and can't be continued. Uh, they beca- shouldn't have went with either side. They shouldn't have even spoken. Well, that's a bad thing is they acted like politicians and they were just uh, like denying or trying to reroute the question where they didn't have to answer it. Uh, but kudos to the chairwoman on that one. She made sure that she stuck it to them and waited for them oh, to answer that. Them. She drilled them hard. Yeah. If you haven't seen the video, look it up. It's great. Uh, I've, a lot of respect to that lady, uh, the congresswoman that was in charge of that, because she, uh, she, she said, so you go, you are with, so you, what did she say? She said, so you are with, what you're saying is mass genocide on the, on the Israelis is okay. And that yeah. president had nothing to say. Yeah, they they tried to dodge the questions all they could on this. And it was, to be honest, it was insulting. I mean, uh, these are supposed to be people of higher learning, higher education. And they are, they couldn't phrase it or just give a simple yes or no, because it was a yes or no question that was being asked. So uh, I do like to as I point out the obvious on a lot of this, as I, because the presidents of those universities, um, two of them have already resigned. Right. Uh, because none of them wanted they to give a simple to, yes or no. Smoke. Yeah, no, they, they, they got the smoke. All they had to do was answer. Yes. It is violation of code of conduct. Yes. That does violate. Yes. That is wrong. No, they we do not approve of that. They able to be on a, they, they better just go ahead and sell the house that they're living in now and downgrade because, honey, no. The 
but they need as like all they had to do is it's simple. It doesn't matter what school you go to. I remember the code of conduct on several different things. Heck, a code of conducts on our uh, working, whenever we go to uh, work for a company, you cannot use that language. You cannot call for the genocide of a certain no. people. It, it doesn't matter what line you fall across, what side of that line you step across. You cannot bring that to the work, school, or exactly. anything. Exactly. So the fact that these uh, are uh, being allowed on college campuses, which a lot of students uh, have stopped going. They have restricted. They have sure. uh, just denied it all. Withdrew their money and everything. I hope they took all their money out of these, out of uh, Penn State and wherever else they were going to college. Get your money oh. and go. Yeah, and I even uh, made a post on X the other day as I, as I saw the video of the, I believe she was from Penn. Uh, the doctor from there, uh, she was apologizing and changed her stance dramatically. Dramatically. I bet. I bet. Because how dare you think that you run a school? No. If it weren't for these students going to this school, you wouldn't be getting paid. You yeah. definitely wouldn't be getting paid. And I'd be willing to bet dollars to pesos that a lot of alumni pulled their support from that school, which called for her, her resignation. And they oh, had, yes. because, I mean, it's. Anybody who backed her up, they probably yep, dropped like, out. Uh, go ahead and tear up yeah, that I check, know. Mr. President. Uh, you ain't, or Mrs. President, you ain't taking my money with that attitude. Nope, you're on your own. But, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about. It's, I mean, it shouldn't be allowed. Period, and especially not be allowed on a very influential group of people, which are very young adults that are just learning about this stuff. I mean, some people, they don't know what's going on overseas, but they're still being judged based on uh, their outlook on their ethnicity. Yep. So um, let's take a step back from that. Right. But, I mean, outside of that, I mean, uh, but. Every single one of them were basically saying the words were not harassment until they become actions. So right. in their opinion, in their minds. So until they become actions. So until, a, so until a civilian or another student walks up on the property and just starts shooting Israeli yeah. students. Are you crazy? Exactly. That's what they're saying is until it becomes action, which basically means until someone viol- beats someone up or beats someone to death, it's not violation. Right. And honey, them people don't run hands. They like guns and bombs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, in either country, they like guns and bombs. They don't run hands. Yeah. And so what were you doing? And like we were discussing earlier, I mean, it's one of those uh, things where you have to protect the students. Students protection come first. They're being sent there right. for a higher education because these are the future leaders of this country. Exactly. Future leaders in the world in some situations. So we need to protect them, make sure that they can have a biased view and not just spread anger and hate, hate. and violence. And I mean, that's be, what those three people were doing, spreading hate. They were allowing it to be spread. That's the bad thing. Um, they were allowing students to be harassed by calling for the genocide of the Jewish community. That is where it doesn't matter which side you fall on on this. You have to respect the fact that this is not where the war is. This is not where 
the fighting is happening, but somehow we are fighting in this country because of that. Right. It's really sad. It's really sad. You know, yeah, exactly. And, and, it, and I'll make, I'll make one, one example, our watchmaker over here in, in South Arlington for uh quick set. Um, he's from overseas. When I say, you know, when the war popped off, when was it? When Af Afghanistan went to war? He's from Afghanistan. This man is the, every time I talk to him, he is the sweetest man that I have ever met, ever met. Like, not all of these people are bad people, but when I say he is the sweetest man I have ever met, he takes care mm -hmm. of his, he's a younger sibling, and he takes care of all of his family. Sweetest man. Mm -hmm. You would think he would be tired, yeah. but he's not. One thing he said to me was, if I can come to you and teach you one thing, when I die, when I pass on, I will know that what I have taught you is going it's gonna it's gonna go somewhere. Yeah. So I'm blessed. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Gazan people, you know, they might have their differences, and then, you know, uh, of course, Israeli, you know, Israeli people, they didn't attack nobody. They were attacked. But there is uh, innocent people on both sides. A lot of them too. And I think that's one of the things that has been catching the entire world's uh, views this week is that the victims are not just one-sided in this anymore. They are on both. Right. And to where this needs to be a conflict resolved on a war ground, not a, uh, take it away from civilians, take it away from uh, fighting where innocent people who have very little to do with this are getting in the crosshairs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... And it's all political. It's all political. And I think that's uh, your absolute, um, basically on whenever it comes to the president's and the dean's refusal to answer this question with a simple yes or no, uh, they tried to be politicians and give a politically correct answer. And the simple truth of it is there was not a politically correct answer no. to be given on this. It is something that they all For said. Wayne, stay in your place. To protect the children that come to your school that make your paycheck. Yeah. Like, what are you thinking? Like their whole their whole job is to get more donors into the school system, so they're going to make money and things like that. But um, I think that their job should be escalated, and they should have policies in place to protect all groups of children. Yeah. They definitely have to be which technically adults because they're 18. But uh, I think Just that because they're 18 doesn't mean anything. They're still calling home asking for their home address, mailing yeah. address, birth certificates, birth they're, security number, everything. How do they eat a donut, order a donut? And that's a lot of people. This is their first time. These kids are this their first time away from home. It's a yes. lot of them they're have never lived anywhere else. So they they don't need another reason to fear going to school. They need a reason to stay mm -hmm. and they need a reason to not only that, but just teaching this. them to hate on mm -hmm. other ethnicities. Yep. 
So, but that's been going on. Two out of the three have already resigned, so I'm expecting that third one to get that letter this week sometime. Uh, I don't think that they're going to be able to deny it, and <laughs> it's definitely going to happen. But all three of them have to go. Which, if to be honest, if you lined up every single president or dean of universities across the country, they would all try to answer this question this way. Um, these three just happen to be the ones that got their ticket punched. But there's not a single person that uh, out there on any of this that will go in and be like, hey, yeah, that was right. No, it was like, uh, they didn't no. need to. Yes. But all po- all simple truth, deans, presidents of universities are politicians. They're meant there to get money for the school any which way or form or fashion. And they want to make sure uh, that the money is coming in. So they wanted to give a political correct answer. Unfortunately for these three. They just were the test subjects. <laughs> they were ignorant. Mm-hmm. Now I guarantee you, the next president or dean that gets put in front of uh, a committee and has to answer these questions, they will answer it differently because they will learn from their mistakes. And maybe right. they'll just be smart enough to give a simple yes or no answer and call it a day. Right. So, but on that note, as it, let's see here. I was like, ah, on that note, I, you know, I think it's about time to wrap this week up, don't you? Oh, CJ's got a game to watch. Right? Yes, I got to watch me some. <laughs> uh, I got to get ready to get in the right For mind all frame. All you Cowboy fans and Eagle fans, yes. it's about to go down. Yes, I am uh, anxious to get this. This is a big game for the Dallas Cowboys. So, yes, I am going to jump on that tr- tr- bandwagon and go for it. Uh, but... That's why we're cutting it a little bit short this week. As a well, not really short. We st- we stuck in our st- standard thirty minutes, but right. we just uh, came in early. Yeah, came in early. As I can, as I will stay on TikTok Live for the ones that are watching us right now for a little bit longer. Answer any questions that people have. Uh, so by all means, if you have any questions, feel free to type them up. We'll get inv- get involved on them and answer them. But on that note, I'm gonna go watch. Some cowboys whoop some eagle ass. Well, we'll see. Oh, it's going to happen. But uh, till next week, as I, I guarantee you, we'll keep talking about it. Y'all, Y'all be, be about it. it.